welcome to episode number 103 with my special guest, Ephraim Wyndham from our McKinney, Texas market. Thanks for being here. Glad to be here. It's an honor. Yeah, well, I'm so excited to unpack, uh, you know, you started back in 2002, so we've got a lot of history to, uh, to unpack. But before you got into real estate in the early 2000s, what did you do before that? Man, I was actually a banker. <laughs> wow, did yeah. you have banker's hours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you was, don't have those now, do you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a day off now, but uh, no. But I was a banker. I worked for a bank, and uh, I had my securities license, and right. so I was always interacting with people, working right. with people, building relationships. And I said, you know, I think there's more I want to do uh, right. outside of this bank. Yeah. And I've always loved real estate. I always loved it, so I went for it. Yeah. And so with the banking background, that probably taught you some business discipline, business skills, how to structure a business. It's probably yes. a very solid foundation to, to move forward. Yes, uh, it, it taught me a lot of discipline. It uh, taught me how to structure my day. Right. Uh, because in banking, if you don't if you don't work on your own, you're going to be doomed. Right. And so it taught me structure. It taught me how to work with numbers. Oh, yeah, good. It taught me a lot about numbers uh-huh. and how to structure numbers and taught me about a lot of loan packages. And it gave me a lot of substance to have when I'm talking to clients now. Right. Because I, I'm familiar with how loans work. I'm familiar with how uh, financing work. I'm mm-hmm. familiar with how you know important how, how important it is to save money, right? And so forth and so on, and how to invest. So it gives me a rounded picture uh, of the whole process. Yeah. So that had to help you as you fast forward and you go through 2008 to 2012, which was probably the worst economic uh, downturn in our lifetimes. Um, how did you how did you work through and make it through that tough period? Honestly, I <laughs> I, I depended on a lot of friends, right? A lot of rela- relationships that I had built to to keep my referrals coming in, right? But I also I, I did some some side work, if you will, uh, working for a company doing some post closing work. Mm. So I even got more round uh, rounded off with this whole post closing, knowing what happens after the closing knowing right. what happens with compliance and so forth and so right. on. It was a tough time, uh, but I made it through uh, really because my relationships kept some referrals coming in. Right. Well, you made it through, so congratulations, because a lot of people didn't. So that that's a success in and of itself. And now you fast forward to 2020, and you and your lovely bride, uh, your your wife, and you have uh, have made a team. Yes, uh, my wife, Alicia, uh, we... Uh, became a team last year right she always wanted to do real estate right and uh, last year she said you know what i'm going to study for my license i'm going to pass the test she passed it on the first time good on the first time and uh, we created our team a and e home realty group right uh stands for alicia and Ephraim. and so and she is the the techie she is the administrative right. guru of the team she is our operator and we are flowing. This is going to be a great year for us. Uh, we just finished our luxury uh, listing uh, destination class. And, oh, okay, good. And that was wonderful. So we're off to the races this year. So a couple of things. So, so you're you're kind of the face and the salesperson. She's the operator. So you you have, in a sense, you've divided and conquered the job descriptions where where you're out creating business and making things happen and she's keeping everything she's keeping you straight yeah she she's the she's the accountability person she is the right. administrative person i'm out in the streets i'm out yeah. knocking on doors uh, i'm out doing some of the grassroots things you know yeah. meetings networking uh you know building relationships yeah. and she is uh, 
you know, managing a CRM, and she's doing all the... She's making the, things happen. Yeah. Now, I understand the goal this year, uh, which is a great goal, is to close and help 50 families buy, sell, or invest in real estate. That's a big, uh, it's a big number, you know, that's yes. nationally, that puts you in the top, you know, the, in the top echelon. Uh, but to do that, you're, uh, it looks like you're using about four different lead generation sources. You're doing some social media, you're doing some online advertising, you're doing some geographic farming uh, and open houses. Yes. So you're pretty diversified, which uh, which is rare to see in, in with some of our folks. Um, how do you manage that? Is that why is that her role to help you kind of manage all those things? Yeah, that's her role. To, her role to kind of help manage, but you know, we we stay consistent. Mm. We believe that if you just stay consistent with these four, three or four ways of of, of generating leads, you're gonna have success. Right. And you won't become overwhelmed. Uh, but right. we have days also where we have it on the calendar. We say, hey, today is our, uh, our for sale by owner day. Right. Fridays are our expired day. Right. You know, Tuesdays are our social media day where we run ads and so forth. So we have it organized on the calendar what right. day, you know, we're operating those lead structures. Yeah. So you're very, very structured. Yeah. Now, I, th I think it's unique. You're also, obviously, because we're here in Texas and a lot of people want to come to Texas, you're doing some unique marketing outside of the state that, that would uh, attract people uh, considering coming to Texas. And yes. That's working for you very well, yes? Yes, we are. Um, we're seeing a great um, result from that. Mm -hmm. um, there's a great percentage of people moving from other, other states right here to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Right. A great number of people. So we figure, hey, you know what, we need to... We need to tap into that and uh, find a way to communicate with those people, get our faces uh, and, and to those people and get our names to those people. So when they decide to move here, they're going to call us. Yeah. And we're starting to see some results from that. Well, that's very innovative in marketing. You know, I was thinking one of the quotes is, you know, all business is innovation and marketing. And I can tell in your business, you're doing a lot of those. Of course, in our McKinney office, we've got a great office right there, right off the square that uh, you can meet clients and yes. have them come and yes. have a cup uh, of coffee. and There are some restaurants down there, uh, good hometown feel. Right. People are, are just friendly, yeah. uh, a good place to build relationships. And so mm -hmm. I'm down there all the time uh, yeah. getting into the popcorn shop or some of the restaurants eating lunch and right. coffee shops and meeting people, getting names and yeah. building a relationship with others. So McKinney is an awesome city. Yeah, it certainly is. And at the end of the day, I think I've heard you say relationships over several times. It really is. Is, is that the kind of the basis of your business and your core is relationships? That is the meat and potatoes of my life, period. Hmm. Uh, even outside of uh, real estate, right. relationships has been one of my strengths, is to build relationships. And not just from the motive of, I want your business, but really just because I care about people. Right. I want to I want to make sure they're okay. I want to make sure you're doing all right. I, I, I just want to build those healthy relationships. And I've been doing it all my life, yeah. even before I got into uh, real estate. So that is the meat and potatoes of our life. That is the meat and potatoes of our business yeah. is really building relationships because at the end of the day, uh, even after the house is sold or even after the closing, you still have to care about people. So, and, yeah. and I can tell it's genuine, authentic, and, and that's real. You know, I was just reading some research uh, that's kind of sad that, that the advent of social media, uh, some of the research shows each of us has fewer friends. Mm. We have more 
connectivity, mm-hmm. but fewer relationships. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I found that kind of, you know, backwards. Yeah. And it sounds like you, you've got it, you know, in the right approach. You know, I realized something, Mark, um, last year, you know, out of all the marketing and social media and right. and trying trying to you know build and generate leads I realized that everything I closed last year was from a friend oh, wow. it was from somebody saying hey call Ephraim you know yeah. and I, I've seen that in this business you won't survive well I can I, how can I say that you'll do good right. but you'll do better when you have strong relationships yeah, for sure good. yeah well, so uh, I think that's the, you know, every episode kind of has a quote, and I think this one is ep- relationships. Yes. Relation, I, I say relationships and real estate go hand in hand. Yeah, for sure. R&R. Yep. So any last uh, words of advice or uh, things you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up? Yeah, I, I wrote something down so I wouldn't forget. Oh, I love it. And uh, just to, I, I, I said, if you ask me this, I want to say this to everybody listening. I read an article uh, it was written by a guy by the name of Mark Johnson. <laughs> and he was talking about the difference between motion and action. Yes. And that made the difference in the beginning of my year this year. Mm. I, I said, you know what? I need to tweak something in my business if I want to see more success. So I realized I had a lot of motion, you know, planning, reading, but I didn't have a lot of action. Mm-hmm to bring those results. So the beginning of this year, I said, you know what? I told Alicia, I said, we can't just have a bunch of motion. We have to have action. Motion is good, but we have to have action to bring those results. So everybody listening to me right now, make sure that you not only have motion, but have action. And and the other thing is diligence and consistency. Make sure you're doing the same thing over and over and over again and don't stop because it can get discouraging sometimes because you don't see uh, it happening as fast as you would like it to happen. Right. And so you think it's not working. Right. And the minute that you stop doing it, that's when it's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the the key is, is being diligent and being consistent even when you don't see it working. Yeah. Well, I love you mentioning that that blog post. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, repost the blog when we do your I episode. I think everybody needs to read that blog. Yeah, it was a good one. Yes. Now, and you reminded me of, of one of the quotes that I, I think we just posted uh, the last uh, couple days. Uh, and I forget who the quote is by. I think it's Henry David Thoreau who said, "It's not enough to be. It, it is not enough to be busy. Answer busy." The question is, what are you busy about? Yes. What are you busy about? So yes. what you're talking about, hey, yes. we can be busy. Yes. We can be doing all this motion and preparation, right. but if you're not taking action that leads right. to uh, right. you know, money-making activities right. in this regard, right? it's all just motion. Yes. We can be busy, but not effective. Exactly. So be what? consistent, have motion and action, action. and uh, just, stick with, just stick with it. Yeah. Stick with it. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thanks for coming in and sharing uh, with the audience. And we'll see you soon on another episode of Success Superstars.